0: You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team.
1: Man, do we have a football Monday for you here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. We're going to turn it into a football Monday here in about 15 minutes with New Mexico United President CEO Peter Trevisani. But before we get to that, got to talk some high school football, got to talk some Lobos, big weekend on the road at UMass, the overtime win. Joining us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, Cool Take Hotline, as he so graciously does every Monday, right around this time, is our coach David Williams. So, you know, Coach, we'll talk a little bit about the high, the, the high school weekend. That we'll get into that Lobos overtime road win at UMass. But just to start out here, the big surprise of the weekend—not necessarily that they lost, but the score is one that I think a lot of us had to do a double take on. It speaks to. The different brand of football out there in Texas, but uh, a 35-0 friendship high school taking down Cleveland, all you can say is, there's come postseason time, Coach, there isn't going to be anything that Cleveland's not ready for. This has been an unbelievable gauntlet of a schedule that they've played. You
0: know, you're absolutely right. Uh, On paper, coaches like to talk about, we'll take on... Uh, challenges. We'll make adjustments. We're going to do whatever is necessary to come over obstacles. But, uh, in, in, in fact, uh, the Cleveland Storm would prefer that everything was just smooth sailing. They had no injuries. They had no bad officiating. Uh, they had no surprises from the opponents. But you're right that Cleveland's running into some, some, uh, hurdles that they didn't
1: expect. Did you have a preference of the way that you wanted to set up a schedule, whether it was like this, of just every week is just pounded into the dirt, or have ones where you could kind of create some matchups where you could focus more on your team? Did you, I mean, not, not that you have control over that, obviously, but did you have a preference one way or another?
0: Well, I think that every coach is seeking the opportunity to play somebody that his team can beat, and it's it's for the opportunity to execute the things that you really want to on offense and defense, and you have the opportunity to play a lot of kids in the game so that everything is not just tight every week and some of the backups don't go, go in. But you're never going to get any better unless you play some of the top-level teams in in your state.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no, no doubt, and that is exactly uh what, what cleveland has done so far uh to to this point and it and it sets up now uh, coach an unbelievable game this Friday. I know we'll talk you know we'll recap it next week, but you know Cleveland now right back at it. We're talking about you know, they've played you know they've had to go down uh to the Bulldog Bowl playing a team from Texas. They've actually played two teams from Texas and now a huge one coming up this week uh with Volcano Vista. Volcano Vista five and one there uh they took down El Dorado 38-19 what a game that's going to be, Coach Williams.
0: It will be, and I'll guarantee you that uh, it has not changed the anticipation. What what uh, Cleveland did last week has not changed any of the anticipation between the two teams. Uh, uh, Volcano will still be the underdog. Uh, they're on a roll. They're winning games. They they handled El Dorado. Cleveland's coming off uh, you know some tough play and lost a game handily, but still it's. Uh, it's Volcano Vista that will be the underdog and forcing the issue.
1: We're talking to our coach, David Williams, here on Team Talk ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team talking some high school football. We'll get to the Lobos' overtime road win at UMass here in a second, but just a couple more games uh, to run through here, Coach. A couple of teams that we've been keeping an eye on that kind of flying under the radar a little bit, but putting themselves in position you know, to, to be in the middle of things when it comes to high school football, Sandia four and one a thirty five nothing win. You'd like to see them beat Monzano, but Sandia off to a four and one start. What's what's impressed you about the Matadors, Coach? Well, I think Sandia uh, has really gotten a lot of mileage out of their
0: defensive unit. I, they're still looking for an established and, and guaranteed uh, offensive identity. Uh, they have not had the the, the ball carrying guy that steps up and carries it twenty five times a game and gets you hundred twenty five yards. Or a quarterback that's consistently going to throw a hundred yards in the game and and keep drives moving. So I know that that uh, the Matadors are really pleased with their record, but uh, they're still searching for the whole package.
1: And then Bernalillo, uh, they still staying undefeated. They go all the way up to Taos and beat uh, Taos twenty to fourteen. Obviously, it's a you know it's a silly thing to kind of say as as a matter of fact, coach. But you can't build a high school program. In the off season, just you know, this this start to the season for Sandia, it's not even a start to the season. They're making a statement every single week. Uh, for I should say for for Bernalillo. I mean, just incredible what we're seeing, and they're six and zero and keeping it going after a long road trip to Dallas. And and and
0: Bernalillo has been doing the things that make seasons magical. They're not just blowing teams out and, and scoring at will. Uh, a lot of low-scoring affairs, a lot of down-to-the-wire uh, contest, the thing where they've just got a hold on or they get the game-winning uh, score right at the end of the game. So uh, they're living on the edge, but they're having fun, and that's what they need more than anything. And right now, I'll guarantee you that Bernard Leo's saying, fine, bring him on.
1: That, no, absolutely right. So we saw them go to Taos. We saw Cleveland go to Artesia, some long trip, uh, road trips here, Coach. What's the longest road trip that you remember taking as, oh, as, well, as, a, any, as a high school coach?
0: Anything that takes you to Hobbs is it. I mean, uh, we never were allowed to take teams out of the state. And so going to Hobbs seems like a night and a day in a
2: bus. Coach uh, Williams, uh, Joe O'Neill here. How you doing, man? Welcome back, Joe. How are you? Hey. Oh, good. Good to talk to you, man. So uh, I was looking at James Yotas' grades uh, of all the different schools in the metro area, and I had to ask you about those Academy Chargers uh, are getting a, a pretty good grade, and they go up to Los Alamos and – just have a, a huge win for the program. Talk about uh, that, that victory for the Academy Chargers and your grandson, Ryan Williams, who well, also what, works for us at 1017. One of the great things that, that occur
0: in sports is the opportunity to win a game that you're not likely to win. And uh, okay. uh, the, the Chargers uh, went up to, to uh, Los Alamos. It was the Hilltoppers' um, homecoming. Their team is undefeated. They have fixed up their facilities. It was a beautiful night up there, and everything was uh, pointing towards a Los Alamos win. But somehow, some way, when when the gods get everything aligned in the right in the right stars in the moon, and Los Alamos was uh, trailing seven to six at half, and it was tense for every possession by Los Alamos in the second half, but uh the 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 Chargers pulled out a touchdown with about a minute and a half to go to make it 14-6 and then the defense finished it off
2: <laughs> right and I'm glad you explained that setting uh, Sam needs to sometime go see a Hilltopper high school football game up there in Los Alamos it's, it's it is beautiful as coach uh described all right coach uh something's got to be described as a beautiful win for Coach Danny Gonzalez and the Lobos. I mean uh, in an unusual fashion it looks like, uh, you know, they're going to get, the the game gets sent into overtime by a a big play and a two point point conversion. They could have folded the tents, but no, they bowed up and they came back with a three point win, 34-31. Coach, your thoughts?
0: Bowed up is exactly what happened. It was one of those on the sideline when the leaders say, hey, okay, you know bad things have come our way but we can stop the bleeding just get under control and and finish this thing off and because w- with the 2 minutes to go the game is over i mean mexico's going to win they played well uh, yeah they didn't score in the second half but those things do happen but out of the out of the blue here comes a touchdown pass and then a wide open two point conversion And you're looking at yourselves going, what in the world just happened here? But credit the Lobos in the past. We've said, you know, just find out a way to lose it. And they do. But this is an example of find a way to win. And they did.
2: And these games, uh, like you said, there there hasn't been enough of them, but the value of these games. Now, they're two touchdown underdogs against uh, Wyoming next week. Who knows what will happen? But they're going to have a lot more games down the road that it's going to be a coin flip type of game, which that game at UMass was. And this game and a win like this will pay dividends, Coach Williams.
0: It has to help because
2: it, it, you get yourself
0: in a game with your trailing, especially in one that you thought that you were going to, be able to handle, yeah. or you've been in the midst of uh, controlling the game and then the dam breaks, and suddenly you find yourself behind. When you have a game like Massachusetts, you know we do have the ability to stop the bleeding and get this thing going and and, and take the lead and win. And so uh, you're right. There are a bunch of toss-up games, and it won't be every time we, we – uh, are on the deficit on the scoreboard, everybody just loads up their stuff and gets on the bus.
2: One last question. You like to focus on the line, all right? Uh, give, a, give me a grade on what you saw, offensive line for the Lobos, defensive line for the Lobos, and then we've got to let you go, Coach.
0: Well, I appreciate it. I, I think the offensive line certainly a B-plus, uh, and in the first half, Really establish himself. I think the I think the defensive line for the Lobo uh, group is B minus area. They're trying hard. They're making it work. They need more turnovers cause right. more turnovers.
2: Ca- yeah, no, that usually goes hand-in-hand hand with this defense, too. Yeah, this, yep. the strips, we've seen it. You know, teams that were not that good defensively somehow would get a lot of turnovers and, hey, a lot of games to play. We'll look for that down the road. Coach Williams, thank you so much. Appreciate you joining us each and right. every week on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline. Alright, when we come back, we're going to talk to the President CEO for New Mexico United, Peter Trevisani. Uh, a tough, Loss on the road uh, on Saturday night, and uh, but they got to get back at it on Saturday this coming Saturday against Louisville City, one of the premier teams in the entire USL. We'll talk to Pete about those things and more when we come back. Joe Neal, Scott Galletti, live from the Sandia Sports Bar here. Come on up. We've got two games tonight. Bonus uh, weekend or Monday night again at 5:15. It's Eagles and Bucks in Tampa, then the Rams and Bengals. Uh, after you know a little bit after that like a half hour after that who knows all i know is that you can be watching a lot of football tonight here at the sandia sports bar all right take a quick break talk to pete Trevisani when we come back team talk espn radio one oh one seven, the team